welcome to another episode. Okay, so in this episode, I want to continue the just the tips, okay? And I want to talk about um, how to, um, in essence, make sure you're safe at home. Um, if somebody breaks in, if you have a stalker, who knows, anything crazy happening in the middle of the night, zombies, fucking whatever. Um, I want to share a video that I saw recently from Clint Emerson, right? Part of the series that I'm doing um, to keep you safe, you know, especially dating. Um, and his is how to make your nightstand safe, right? If you think about it, you're asleep. We sleep like a third of our life. <laughs> Some of us a little bit more. Um, so there's tricks and trades to make sure that when you're asleep, your nightstand will keep you safe, right? Okay. So I'll talk about that in a second, but I want to start talking about a first date number 22. Okay, so obviously this is a little bit of a throwback. When I started thinking about the nightstand and stalkers and the whole bit, and by the way, right? So I have been on 61 first dates thus far, right? It's just over a calendar year. Um, I have not had any stalkers. I haven't felt any, you know, any moments of where I thought somebody was going to kill me. I don't feel like I met any serial killer, psychopaths, what have you. Um, and if I did, they hit it well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been very safe, right? But when I started thinking about like the nightstand safety, and it's it's kind of like a go bag, right? If anybody's ever put together a go bag, which I think is just fun to do, just the planning of it is fun. Anyway, um, it let, kind of made me start to think about this like one fucking date that I had, right? Okay, so first date number 22, this is throwback, but I think it applies because I think the guy had the potential to be a stalker. I think he was for his ex. Um, I don't know. You guys tell me what you think, but okay. So of course we met on a dating app. Tinder, of course, what you know, Tinder is still my fucking favorite. Tinder will probably be my favorite till like the end of time. Um, anyway, so, um, we met on Tinder. Um, we did a video call right away. You know, we laughed a lot. I thought he was like really cute. Um, he owns a gym, which is somehow some, uh, some way fucking oddly my type. Anyway, he owns a gym, CrossFit style, right? Anyway, so we met um, at um, Seneca Lake. There's a bunch of like a wineries and breweries around Seneca Lake and um, this part of New York, which is fucking gorgeous. But anyway, so if you go into Seneca Lake, there's just like a ton of wineries, right? So we met at one on the top. Um, and it was awesome. Uh, you know, we drove it, you know, um, and we met there. It was beautiful fucking day. Um, I was in my usual like fucking grunt tee and shorts and flip flops, whatever. It was a fucking great day. Anyway, so, um, we got along really well. You know, of course, you know, it's hard to not get along with someone when you're sampling like fucking delicious wine, right? But, you know, we had wine, um, you know, we drove to a couple of wineries and then we pretty much just sat and hung out on one of them. It was fucking beautiful, like view on the lake. Anyway, so, it was a good day. You know, we had like a little bit of food, uh, you know, to go with our wine. Um, the conversation was pretty much nonstop. I had a lot of fun. The guy was cute. We talked about workouts a lot. And then all of a sudden, like fucking like a light switch, he started talking about his ex. And I'm okay with that. Because remember, this is first day 22. I was still pretty tender about my ex as well, right? So I was like, don't judge him. Typically, it's a red flag, right? If you go on a date, and somebody keeps talking about their ex, negative or positively, just to bring it up a lot is kind of a red flag, right? It just makes you wonder how over it they are, or how ready they are to move on, right? But I'm just kind of like, fuck it, it's the first date. He's cute. He lives kind of close to me, but whatever, right? Because uh, of course, distance is convenient, right? Anyway, so not that I'm opposed to long distance, but fuck, if somebody lives next to you, I mean, 
that's nice. Anyway, so he kept talking about it, you know, his ex, um, a little bit negative, a little bit positive. And then he started talking about how he helped her lose weight. And it was just like a huge turnoff to me. Um, and he was just kind of like, you know, in his own words, his basic message was just like, you know, she left me for this other guy and I helped her lose weight and she'd never had ads before. And she has abs now. And, you know, like he was just going on and on that he felt like, she should have stayed with him because he helped her lose weight and abs are awesome six pack fucking awesome but that's not the be all end all in life right at least for me so it was kind of a turnoff anyway so he kept going on about like you know her different things or whatever and then he helped her because she didn't have a great sense of style supposedly according to him I mean the guy's fucking in Under Armour shorts what the fuck do I know anyway or does he know whatever so he's going on and on about the girl right and talking about you know how pretty she was how he helped her lose weight how he helped her you know pick out clothes and um how she should be grateful to him and when they broke up and she left him for somebody else that he didn't feel like the guy that she left him for was as attractive right so I was just kind of like trying to make jokes, you know, and because uh, it's just my personality, right? And all of my jokes, because I'm fucking hilarious. Come on, guys, right? You guys fucking know I'm hilarious. All of my jokes just kind of like bounced off him. I, and I'm like, okay, let it go. It's the wine, right? Like we've had a lot of wine at this point. Anyway, so, we, you know, we uh, inevitably changed the subject, started talking about other things, and it was fine. So at the end of the date, it was fucking like eight hours or so at this point. Like at the end of the date, when we're going back to the original winery, going into our cars to go home, making sure we had water, coffee, the whole bit or whatever, um, he's just like, hey, so it was a great day. I'd like to see you again. I'm like, yeah, sure, we can talk about it. At this point, I hadn't decided if I wanted to see him again or not, right? So uh, he like leaned in and like for like a really nice hug. And then he was like, do you mind if we take a selfie? And I'm like, what? That's kind of weird to me. Like, I'm a photographer. Um, I love selfies. You know, I love, like, photographing my dog with my phone, like, every fucking five minutes. Um, but I feel like at a certain point on a first date, could be me, but it, it's awkward, right? Because we're not really friends. We're certainly not a couple at the end of a first date. So I felt weird. I was like, well, I don't know. And then plus, it just social media. I, I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Right. So then he was just like, yeah, I just want my ex, you know, and he named her, he named her like full name. Right. He was like, I want so-and-so to see me with you in a selfie. Um, so can you like pose with me cheek to cheek? <laughs> and I was like, no. And I don't know. Um, probably not a big deal. I probably should have done it because his reaction was not happy that I said no. Right. But I also feel like, fuck, I'm going to be 50. If I don't want to do something, I'm fucking, it's okay for me to say no. Right. Like I grew up in an era where females were, um, like, you know, um, people pleasers at this point in my life, if I don't want to do something and you're not in charge of me in the army, I'm not going to fucking not do it if I don't want to do it. Right. Anyway. So I didn't pose for the selfie. We had a few awkward conversations after the date, but we never saw each other again. So I don't know if maybe he was just so upset. I don't know. I don't know if maybe he saw like an image of her on social media or something. We're together. Like, who knows? Like, who's really going to ever fucking know? I don't. It's probably not fair to, for me to call him a stalker. But I feel like if you've broken up with someone and you're very concerned of what they're doing on social media or more importantly, you want them to see you on social media. Because remember, this guy told me that the girl left him for somebody else. So it's a huge red flag. And it just makes me sad that he was just so concerned of what she would see right with a photo of me which is just some random girl so like I, I just didn't feel good about it and I didn't like it and it got me thinking about just like um safety right because I always feel like safety is a big deal which is why we're, I'm doing this series right the whole just the 
tips, right? Is because I want everybody to be safe. Like I've talked about before how to screen somebody, right? If you meet them on an app, right? Try to get their real phone number, um, you know, uh, try to see them on video, all right? Because you want to make sure that whoever you're talking to is the person that they're portraying themselves to be, right? So I've been on dates before um, where a guy says he's like taller than he is, says he's leaner than he is, says whatever, says he's like younger than he is. I mean, different things. I get it. You want to put your best foot forward when you're going on a first date, but I want to fucking see the person I'm dating, right? And I also think that that leads to safety. So we saw this particular date, right? We was a winery, we met, I had plenty of water in my Jeep, I had some energy drinks. Um, I knew that I wasn't that far from home. So I knew if I had too much wine, I would just sit and wait and hang out or whatever, right? I'm lucky I have a lot of friends, so I could have just bullshitted with somebody until I was sober, but we were fine, right? As far as safety, we both like drove home and we were okay. But the reason I thought, think about him with safety is because I felt like if I had taken the selfie, right? I know this is being fucking dramatic, but if I had taken the selfie with this guy that I barely know, right? And he blasted it on his social media, whether he tagged me or not is like irrelevant, right? Because people can fucking find you on social media, right? With photos, whatever. So my whole thing was just like, now that I think about it, and the reason I think about it because of this episode is... What if I had taken the selfie, right? We post for the selfie. I play up to what he wants and we post cheek to cheek, right? And his ex sees this and his ex is not a sane person or who knows the dynamic. You never really fucking know, right? When somebody tells you their story, you only know their side, right? So what if she's like a fucking like crazy serial killer stalker? I could be like the fucking innocent person, the fucking boys in the hood, just walking down the street with him and bam, I get shot, right? So I don't want that. Like (laughs) fucking who wants that, right? So I'm glad that I didn't do it. And if I had taken the selfie, this is the thing with selfies that, um, and just like, just photos in general, social media. Um, I love social media. I'm on it a lot. The days that I can at work, I talk to you fucking guys all day long and I fucking love it. It helps me get through my day. But the thing about social media is it's not real, right? So if I had taken this photo with this guy cheek to cheek, the female had seen it, it had gone poorly, bad things could have happened to me and I would basically just be the innocent bystander. So if you're ever in this situation, just think twice about it. I would say don't do it. I just don't think it's worth it but that's just me so assuming this female had been a fucking serial killer stalker or he was a stalker serial killer or they both were right if they both were then fuck their fucking soulmates right (laughs) but either way I'm not going to be around either of them obviously right so it got me to thinking about nightstands and safety and of course I've mentioned Clint Emerson and 511 and the series that he did which is fucking awesome so The thing that I like about it, and of course I'll link to the video again, is he's just explaining the obvious, right? Most of us spend a good portion of our life in bed, right? So the estimates are like 30%, depends on the person, age, gender, whatever, right? Your lifestyle. But if you think about it, it makes sense, right? So I have um, like a cute little nightstand that looks kind of like a like a metal um, piece of artwork. It doesn't have any drawers, right? But I do have a little basket that slides under my bed, right? And I have like one of those, well, I think super cute, low to the bed ground um, beds, right? So I have like a little basket under there. And in the little basket in my nightstand um, is a knife. Um, it is, um, there's extra keys to my Jeep. Um, there are, um, a flashlight and there are, um, a couple things that I think that will be helpful for me, right? So I have like an extra leash, you know, for Ike 
It's a short one um, in case, you know, we do have to run, right? And um, I guess a guard dog. Um, something happens in the middle of the night. The flashlight could be a fucking weapon, right? You could hit somebody with a fucking flashlight. You could blind the fuck out of somebody with a flashlight in the middle of the night. Um, you can run. So my whole thing is if I have to run in the middle of the night, if I'm not in a situation where I can fight in my bed, which sounds so weird, right? But if somebody's breaking in, whatever the scenario is, I want quick access to things, right? So in the perfect world, you're going to have like your phone that is not on a plug, you're going to have your phone that's like on a wireless charger, right? So that way, if you do grab your phone, you're not like fumbling with the cord. Because if you think about safety and security, right? Like those milliseconds could save your life, they could make a huge difference, right? You don't want to be fumbling with something, right? So God, fuck, I hope nobody ever fucking breaks into your house and you're in the middle of the night and you wake up. But for me, I could easily grab this basket, which has the extra Jeep key, right? It has a flashlight. Um, it has like a small leash for Ike. So that way I can like hook him and grab him. We could run the fuck out of there if we have to. So Ike is a guard dog. So this leads me to a whole nother thing about dogs um, for safety and everything. And I actually recently got into a huge conversation with number 61 about it. So Ike is a livestock guardian dog, right? So his job is to protect livestock. I'm basically his livestock. And he is extra special to me because of Irby of Iraq, right? So if I hadn't rescued Irby from Iraq um, and she didn't die suddenly, unexpectedly, I would not have found Ike. So that correlation makes Ike incredibly special to me. So I've had this conversation with him just the other day recently, and we were talking about safety and security and everything. And I was just like, you know, I wonder about myself as a female because like most females, we want to nurture and protect, right? But like if somebody breaks in and somebody like tries to go after my dog, my dog's job is to protect me. But as a female, I feel like my job is to protect him. So I was just kind of like, you know, if a, somebody breaks in and they're like trying to kick, stab, shoot my dog, I will probably try to save my dog, which is dumb because if I'm dead, my dog will certainly be dead, right? So it's just something to consider. Dogs are something I'm going to talk about in another series because they could be helpful. They could be hindrance with safety. Depends on the fucking dog. Anyway, so like I said, I have a basket under my bed, has an extra Jeep key, right? In case I have to run, I can, of course, open the, my fucking Jeep and get in the car. I have a small leash, you know, for Ike. Um, I have a knife. I love knives. Um, and then, of course, I have a flashlight, right? So whatever you need or don't need, definitely think about it in your nightstand, right? Like if you need um, like asthma, like an inhaler or whatever, definitely have an extra one by your nightstand. Um, there, Clint actually talks about in the video, which I think is genius and something I have not done yet. What if this person has tear gas? What if there's like a fire? What if there's just like normal smoke? So there's different like pieces of cloth that he has in his nightstand in addition to his quick to open gun safe, right? So my hope with this episode is that you just start to think about if you are asleep, do you have a plan to exit and do you have a plan to exit safety, right? So my Jeep is pretty old school. I don't have an emergency alarm on my key, but if you do have an emergency alarm on your key, holy fuck, if you have that in your nightstand, I mean, we're, we're, we're definitely in the day and age where most people like ignore fucking car alarms, but holy fuck, if you have that alarm and you're fucking firing that repeatedly, especially in the middle of the night, I know my neighbors would be like, what the fuck, right? So definitely keep safety in mind um, in all regards of your life, especially with dating. Um, I encourage you to take a look at your nightstand and find ways that could aid in escape if you need to, or aid in prolonging your life through like smoke or tear gas or what have you. There's different like, you know, um, tips out there. All right, guys. So if you have any questions or concerns, critiques, what have you, please continue to reach out to me. I actually updated my personal Facebook page a little bit more so I could turn that into more of a public page. Um, and I've been in jail fucking a lot. <laughs> 
<laughs> in Facebook. So I actually started a second page for like my personal friends. So um, anyway, if you have any questions or concerns, critiques, what have you, please reach out to me. My YouTube channel is still the easiest. Some of the directories are still great. Um, I am definitely enjoying this series. I'm in love, love, love hearing from you guys. Um, remember, I am here and... <laughs>